chapter number 5, verse 25, and a certain woman which had an issue of blood had suffered many things and many physicians and had spent all that she had and was in not any better but grew worse. When she heard of Jesus, she came in, by, she came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I can touch his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue, or power, had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, You see this multitude around you, and you say, Who touched me? And he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth, the story I've just read. And he said to her, Lady, your faith has made you whole. Go in peace and be whole of your plague. Now this is an outstanding account of a lady that was determined to receive healing. I believe that there's some things in this that if you will get a hold of that will help you to receive healing today. She said, if I can touch his clothes, I shall be whole. All through this message, I will say, if I can touch his clothes, and you are to respond with, I shall be whole, especially you that came for healing. How many of you came to receive healing tonight. Let me see your hands. If you came to receive healing. All right. You're the ones I want to say this. Especially but everybody. Now I didn't ask who came to be prayed for. Because if you just came to be prayed for. That's all you're going to get is prayer. But if you came to receive your healing. You will. Now this woman. Was in a desperate condition. I don't know where she was when she heard that this story was written. I just sort of imagine she's in her own house. And you know, she'd been sick with this condition for 12 years. The Bible doesn't tell us what it was. That is a blood condition. Well, it could be any number of things being a blood condition. But evidently it was a fatal condition after a period of time. And we all know, if we've even had eighth grade science, we know that the life is in the blood. Amen. We also know that anybody that has any kind of blood disease or blood gets weak and sick, they're weak, they're sickly. And there she was in that condition. And she had gone, to, it says, to the doctors of her days, probably like people today, they go from one major medical center to another one to another one trying to get a different opinion and evidently she got the same opinion from everyone until she had exhausted all of her money now there she is destitute desperate and dying you know with every beat of her heart She doesn't know whether it'll be her last or not. With every breath, 
that she pulls into her lungs. She does not know if it will be her last or not. And I am sure that there were many people around just like they are today that probably went to her and told her, said, darling, just be patient. In a little while, it's all going to be over. Or they might have been like some of the rest of them said, well, now you got to accept this because God's trying to teach you something. And all of that is wrong. It says that she, when she heard about Jesus, she said, if I can touch his clothes... How many of you want to be healed tonight? You better start saying it. She said, if I can touch his clothes. Now somebody said, well, what did she hear? I don't know what she heard. I don't know how she heard it. The Bible doesn't tell us. All I know is that it says... When she heard of Jesus, she said, if I can touch his clothes. She had to hear what Peter said when he was preaching in Acts 10.38 down at Carnesis' house. And said, how God anointed Jesus, Nazareth, the Holy Ghost and power, went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Now let me say something here real quickly. It says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. You see, for the first three and a half years, or three years, whichever chronological report you want to go, Jesus lived and operated and ministered as a man. That's why he had to be anointed, just like we are anointed. He was not operating in his deity, he died in his deity. But he operated as a man. And I don't have time to go into the theological stuff and tell you. But you see, he became, see, Adam transgressed. Jesus came and, and lived a, for three years the life of a human being. It talks about it. He was tempted and everything. But he did not succumb to temptation. And so it says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. That tells me right there that sickness is of the devil. It's not from God. Something from the devil. You know, now some people say, well, now we, you, have, you pray, Lord, if it's your will, heal. Well, let me ask you a question. I never saw any place where Jesus ever went to any of the people that were, that were sick that he healed and said, all right, now, Heavenly Father, is this the one you want to be sick or can I heal this one? Come on now. When she heard of Jesus, she said, if I can touch his clothes. And then it says that she went and found Jesus. When she heard of Jesus, she came. It doesn't tell us where Jesus was. 
It doesn't tell us how far she came. I don't know where she came from even. But she had to hear that Jesus was healing her. She had never made that statement. Hello. And I can almost see her now as she leaves her house. She's going to find Jesus. She starts on her journey. She's weak. But she keeps saying to herself. If I can touch his clothes. She gets to the crowd. And now she has two problems. This huge crowd. And her religion. Because she was living under the Jewish law. And you can go read it in in Leviticus. Anybody that had any kind of blood condition. You go read it. Was not supposed to be in the general populace. Even if anybody come close to them. They were crowd unclean, unclean. So the people could go away from them. Now, here she is. Weak. Sickly. A huge crowd is here. And the person she wants to get to, Jesus, is in there somewhere. And now does she dare risk the wrath of the rabbi for going against her Jewish law. And then she says to herself, if I can touch his clothes, and can you see her? She begins to make her way through the crowd. Any of you ever had to fight your way through a crowd to get to the front for some reason or another, you know? Man, you got, you got to know what you're doing. You got to use a little elbow here and a little hip over here. And a little shoulder here. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You know, when we were traveling with Dad back when I left the church and start, started traveling with dad back in 72 and then a little, or a little later on that when the kids came they were you know five six seven years old and we'd go to the we'd we'd have a week's meetings we were in the motorhome we'd have a week's meetings and then we'd have a week to get to the next place and start another week's meetings in these auditoriums and performing arts centers and big uh, ballrooms. And uh, so we, we would get there and I, dad was driving, he was driving his car and I would drive the motor home and pull and he would, they would take several days to get there and I'd drive it immediately, you know, on what I'm 30, what, 37, I guess. <laughs> And with the kids, I said, okay, kids, now they got this amusement park. We're going to go when they get there. But we only got one day. And we're going to see everything and ride everything we want to ride in one day. And so I would tell, I'd say, all right, Craig, you grab a hold of my belt. And Denise, four years younger than him, grab a hold of Bubby. And then 
the nets in the back and here and we go through the crowd in fact we've gone we had some other friends that went with us to the amusement park and they lived in the area and they said oh y'all just go on we can't stay up with (laughs) y'all but if you're going to get through a crowd you got to fight your way to the front Hello? You know, all in, I mean, everybody's going for this ride, and they're all just sort of going on. Man, I'm wiggling through there, because if I can get there ahead of them, I'm, I'll be way ahead in the line. <laughs> but I can almost see this lady, and she is determined to find Jesus. And she keeps saying to herself, if I can touch his clothes. <laughs> and I can almost see her. As she hears his voice, there he is. She wiggles through the crowd and she sees Jesus. And almost imagine that she reached out to touch him and somebody hit her and knocked her down. And the reason I say that is because one of the other gospels says she touched the hem of his garment. Well, that would be down by his ankle, so that'd be no ground. And she wiggles her way through and she touches Jesus. And something happens. And Jesus stops and said, Who touched me? His disciples, and I'm going to paraphrase 2015 language. What in the world's the matter with you, Jesus? Look at this crowd. <laughs> Some of them just bumped into you. The others touching you just out of curiosity. You know, you go to go to Oklahoma City, go over there to the Thunder basket, you know, basketball. Or you go down to Dallas to the Texas Rangers. Or you go to Dallas to the Cowboys. I was in Dallas. I grew up in that area. And I was there when the Cowboys started. I've been a Cowboy fan. All those years I'll still be. We've had thick and thin. And now we're pretty thin. But we'll be back to the thick. (laughs) You ever notice that different teams. They go. It's sort of a cycle. They go around. They have to rebuild. And you know. But I've noticed. That people, adults, not just kids, but adults, they're reaching over and getting some of those ball players to hit their hands as they're going by going to the locker room. Anybody ever seen that by me? I mean, they do. They probably do it out here in this, on this blue field. They probably do that same thing. <laughs> you know, somebody, we went, went over to see, I want to see, I've seen it on television, but I want to see it in person. We went over the other day and somebody said, well, did you see the Oklahoma helmet i said yeah didn't bother me in the least they said why i said my kids went to osu i'm a cowboy fan i'm oklahoma state i'm oklahoma state (laughs) that doesn't bother me to see that helmet in the in the trophy case but he said who touched me who touched me and they said well why are you asking he said well power went out of me well, now, wait a minute. If other people had been touching him, how come power didn't go out? Yeah. 
the answer is found when the little lady comes to Jesus and tells him the story that I read. And he says something very, very interesting. He did not say, my power healed you. He said, lady, your faith made you whole. Hmm. That reminds me of another story in Luke chapter 5. It says that the house was full. And they brought a man on us, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them, them in the house. They brought a man that was sick on the bed, and they couldn't get in the house. So they took him up on the roof, and they let him down. And when it says, when Jesus saw their faith, he told him to rise and be healed. Now, wait a minute. It said that the power of the Lord was present to heal them, but only him got healed. The secret there has to go back because he said when he saw their faith, he told this little lady, he said, your faith made you whole. Although he, his power was there, his power had something to do with it, but that's not what made her whole. It was her faith. Now, you know what? I'm going to go back here. This keyboard. And I can look at this keyboard, and it's got a little screen right here. And there, it's there's on. All these little green lights are all on. The master's light is on. That light's on. All the lights are on on this little screen. It says they're all activated. Those lights are all on. What? No sound. Oh. Wait a minute. This switch right here either activates the power or turns it off. Oh. That's what faith does. It either turns on the power of God when it's when there's faith. If there's no faith, the power of God's not activated. That's why he said, your faith healed you. Because she believed that when she would touch him, she would be whole. That was her faith. And when she touched him, that faith activated her the power and the power flowed out to her. It says the power of the Lord was present to heal them, but only him got healed. Why did it says when he saw their faith, when he saw their faith, it activated that healing power. The healing power is in this place tonight. And if you will activate, you activate that healing power by believing that's why I had you to get to keep saying, if I can, it, she said, if I can touch his clothes, I shall, I shall be whole. See, if you said it in faith, and I, that, I noticed as we went along, people got louder and louder and louder because all of a sudden you begin to get a hold of it. You begin to get a hold of it. Let me tell you right now, 
the power of God's here to heal anybody and everybody. But the only people that's going to receive are those that activate that power with your faith. Everybody that wants to be healed, stand on your feet right now. Everybody that wants to be healed, stand on your feet right now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Okay. Y'all just step out in that aisle over there against the wall. No use to come forward. Step out in.